2: Hello everybody and welcome to Ramble Reacts. Newcastle United are back at the Champions League. It's Tuesday 23rd of May. I'm Marcus Speller.
3: I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Tim Campbell.
2: Well, 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 Pete <laughs> Donaldson, get that yeah. top off. Newcastle top- I... United are bloody back in the Champions League for the first time since 2003. Huge <laughs> scenes of celebration on uh, in <laughs> Pete Donaldson's bedroom right now. Yeah. Great
3: scenes of celebration last night at St. James' Park. Peter, you must be pumped. I am pumped and it almost guarantees that I'm going to be on Ramble Reacts Every single Wednesday <laughs> or Tuesday, <laughs> but I'm gonna be drunk as hell. Yeah, um, no, yeah. it was, uh, yeah, I, I I got so excited I had to go for a shower uh, straight after the game. Mm. I got so uh, wet with anticipation, mm-hmm. uh, sweaty rather, and uh, that sounded bad. And I, uh, so I was wearing a robe, and I was like, well, yeah. I can't, if they use any of these clips to social, mm. I can't be walking around on a show yes. with really messy hair and a robe. So I've taken my top off. Yes. Uh, so I'm just putting a uh, Newcastle shirt on. Uh-huh. Uh, it's n- unrelated, but what a great situation for the fans of Newcastle United. Just and, can't you help you know, yourselves, can you? The tops have to come off. <laughs> I've never seen you do this have to before. Come off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but here prepared. it is, even you.
2: But he needs to understand is that not every European away trip is in southern Spain or southern Italy. Oh, they so, don't
4: care. That's a challenge, surely. Uh, true enough. True. Zenit away. They want Zenit away.
2: <laughs> exactly. Rosenberg, are they still knocking about? I don't know. <laughs>
4: but I'll go back to the time when Newcastle was
2: still in the Champions League. Of course, they join Arsenal in next season's Champions League as, as well, Jim. You must be delighted
4: to, uh, to have Newcastle United in the pot as well. Yeah. Well, I... Was, I, I just don't want to be sat next to them on the train, I suppose. But um, yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, the, the pots are uh, the pots are fascinating. I've forgotten about the pots. Yeah, oh yeah, you, you, the pots can the the pots Hurt can you. really make your life hell. The pots can. Well, screw you, you, you spoke over.
3: about this on the on the ramble this morning, Jim. You were worried about Barcelona, and Real, kind of just Barcelona kind of... and Bayern.
4: Um, Barcelona and Bayern are, are sorry, still, yeah. I
3: believe, possible in some of the permutations. I mean, it's
4: I like silly it. to get ahead, but. Um, <laughs> you like it you're up for it let's see this is it I like this it I was going to say
2: Jim listen to you there's loser talk already and we want to <laughs> yeah. avoid them whereas Pete and the rest of the Georgie nation no I want to get them I want to smash them Pete and the rest if of the Georgie really nation want... and they are a nation are saying we want it we want them all yeah. get them down here we'll give them a right good slapping Tino Aspereri will <laughs> come back for a you know a well, he'll be in the crowd and I'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> and it'll be a lovely old time. But the atmosphere last night uh, for that game against Leicester City, despite there being no goals, was mm. quite something. Our very own Andy Brassel uh, was there and uh, Andy uh, sent us this message. <laughs> so, this sound you can hear now
0: is the Newcastle United players doing their end of season lack of honour, which was really deserved. is amazing to think that the squad, albeit with a couple of very expensive improvements, has made the Champions League. I think if you look at players like Jacob Murphy, uh, Joe Willock who wasn't playing tonight of course, uh, Joe Linton, uh, Fabian Scher, but they've become players who have taken them into the Champions League and they've not stolen it, they've completely deserved it. Is absolutely amazing. But this feeling around the stadium actually, it's how it's been all season and it's how it's been since Eddie Howe has been in charge. Because he's completely changed the atmosphere around the place. Um, of course it all starts on the pitch in terms of um, in terms of fitness, in terms of professionalism, which has radically improved under Howe. Under- but just a sense of hope, since there's no Mike Ashley. Some people talk about a lot, I suppose, on, on the Ramble this season. It's, it's pretty amazing, you know, you've got a um, team that has a real connection with the fans, and the feeling around the club and around the city is unlike anything else since Kevin Keegan was in charge the first time, actually. Not even when they had a really brilliant team under somebody that was in the Champions League, was...
2: It does sound pretty tasty. Uh, it, it sounded great on, on just watching on the television. But interesting, what Andy was saying, Andy, man after all of our own hearts, mentioned Kevin Keegan's Newcastle and said this mm. side has captured the um, the uh, the Geordies, uh, imagination like no other team since then, Peter. Which are big words. Um, yeah, although I mean, when I remember Mike
3: Ashley, those words don't seem that big actually. <laughs> well, well, because I guess like with with Bobby Robson's European mm-hmm. adventures and their their Chelsea um, sides, like <clears throat> there was a lot of players in there that let's say weren't necessarily pulling in the right direction, mm-hmm. and they cost Bobby Robson his job in the end. It, it was, some might argue. So yeah, I think there's probably an argument to say that the Newcastle fans uh, do see. Um, something very exciting about this side and obviously it came after such a long period of time in the wilderness and and Mm. you know we've spoken about it so much this season and we spoke about it at the back end last season Um, and I have to mention it this is tainted Um, it Mm. doesn't feel great Mm -hmm. but it but there is still something in there for every Newcastle fan, I think. And you look at the scenes at, at the final whistle, and you look at what a party uh, will be being experienced um, in 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 uh, in the in the big market this uh, this evening. I mean, what an amazing experience after such a terrible yeah. fifteen years! Mm. It's it's just incredible. Yeah, I think
2: we, one can't understate that bloody awful period under Ashley and how. Mm. shite it was and I look I understand what you mean you just say it's tainted and so on I mean it would be difficult to go around every Newcastle fan at St James's Park and go yeah but remember I I," and that's why sports washing is 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 so um effective Mm. but keeping it with the football Jim I mean Newcastle despite the increase in spending and let's be honest, if you and I bought the football club, there would have been an increase in spending compared to Ashley. But they've not been, they've, they've spent wildly, but there's, there has been an increase in, in, in spending, but they've spent it well. Um, but despite that and and some, getting some some decent signings and da di da da a new manager, getting rid of Bruce was crucial. I, I didn't expect this, I have to say. I thought they mm. would have a much better season. But this has been really impressive from Eddie Howe and his men.
4: Yeah and I can't work out whether the ownership um and the management team have massively overachieved mm. or actually they've been so so shrewd and smart and we we've kind of underestimated them a little bit because mm. it feels like they're ahead of schedule. We were saying that all season. You know, like 3 or 4 months ago we were saying on Newcastle were they look ahead of schedule but it feels like, you know, they might go on a dodgy run of form or they might, mm. you know, just it, it might just sort of return a bit more to the to the kind of typical performances based on the trage- trajectory you would expect but mm. that's not happened they've maintained it they've been really really steely Eddie Howe is clearly very very good at getting a lot out of his players mm-hmm. um, they've shown a range of different styles as well when you look at how they played when they came to the Emirates and they just it was just a low block shit house. Mm-hmm. get everyone behind the ball just play for a draw get the draw mm-hmm. and then you know th- there have been times where they have blown teams away as well they've got a lot of different sides to them and it's been it, he's he has done an incredible job and I think um it will take a while almost to, for that to sink in for yeah. Newcastle mm. to get into the Champions League this season because we've been able to see it coming for such a long time um it, it it's perhaps lost some of the shock like if, mm. like who would have been backing them for that at the start of the season like yeah. you'd have been laughed out of town for saying that at the start of the season
2: yeah i mean obviously it's helped that liverpool have had an off Time and Chelsea have as well, and so on. But that's taking nothing away from Newcastle because they've been bloody good. They've still got the points on the board, right? Well, that's they it. indeed yeah. they do. You you can't you 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 literally cannot take that away from them. Um, I you know unlike Juventus, lol. Um, but <laughs> uh, I mean Newcastle. The, some of the players that they've they've that have been putting in good performances this season, Peter, were the same ones under Steve Bruce, and it does show you how crucial a manager can be in football <laughs>
3: well you, you you look at obviously um our stand-up performers um this season and the back end of last season were uh were um uh, Joel linton and um uh miggy Elmeron. like no one saw miggy Elmeron no. um have this incredible mm. kind of late newcastle career resurgence after like yeah. really underwhelming for the first um was it was three seasons he's been there like it's 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 incredible that Eddie Howe's managed to sort of turn the 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 the, the, the fortunes of those footballers around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but it's not a surprise because he he he's clearly done that. Um, at every um, point in the season with every footballer he's had. I mean, even sliding a player like um, Kieran Trippier I, I, into that side, like he has been, he was the first signing, I think it was fair to say. Mm-hmm. And what, what are you smiling for, Marcus? That's just uh, he was a roll Roller clip, Finn. <laughs>
2: Kieran Trippier, the man who is playing for the Spanish champions. He's playing in the Champions League. He played in the Euro 2020 final for England. It's a World Cup year. Is he going to go to Newcastle United? Yes, he is. Ridiculous.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What?
4: why is it ridiculous though yes is it ridiculous
3: did you, heard, did you hear
4: all the stuff I just said
2: that even done...
3: Gordon Ramsay has a Mackey's every now and again doesn't <laughs> he <laughs> yeah
2: having wow. a good time with that one aren't you we, yeah. look no I I, I
3: I stand by that <laughs> okay. okay cool stand by that. so what he's not going to go to Newcastle okay okay fine <laughs> absolutely fine well I
2: clear a said after the game I took a risk when I first arrived so he admits it so, yeah so okay tribute, yeah. so, so in, tribute, in a way you're right aren't so you so Tippius yeah. Team me in this, um, but I always believed in every decision
3: I made. Um, yeah, I look, but at, but at that age to see to to affect such a um a change in in that side and improve, almost like single handedly the delivery of balls he's even improved Cher's uh, dead ball game yeah. and it was already pretty bloody good you know it's I love watching uh, Trippier Pay and he's so busy and he's so old and he's so <laughs> kind of like it's 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 amazing that they, they've managed to sort of um, you could see him playing for the next five years doing what he does there I think you would want a bit more defensive cover uh, to help him out a little bit but he's just, just having someone who can sort of deliver a football to, to help out um, Isaac and, and, and Callum Wilson and, and, and players like that and you know even Dan Byrne popping up with the odd goal yeah, here and there, which is not something but, that they ever did at the start. Yeah, I don't think Trippy is going
4: to be running down the wing like that when he's thirty-seven. No, so I, I, I just don't have think to. So either. I just have to say that. <laughs> I think he's
2: got a lot in his tank. I think he can get up and down. He's a superb defender. He'd be more England caps if Carl Walker wasn't um, in mm. the same England team as him. Um, I would say that I think Atletico Madrid have got more chance of winning the Champions League next season than Newcastle United. Oh, what you have know. you done? Have not, so not upset, learned? Though. So in a way, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to help Pete out. You know, out in the T-C. group stage.
3: <laughs> out in the group stage to Newcastle United. <laughs> yeah, there you go. They'll get them. They'll bloody get them. Thanks, Marcus. Then, you're yeah, the you best.
2: You're, you're you're welcome. I mean, yeah. just briefly go back to Eddie Howe. I mean, when he took over, there were five points adrift at the bottom of the table. Uh, it's heartwarming no Bru- stuff, isn't it? No Brucey bonus there. Um, he took over 18 months ago, of course. And Eddie Howe, his CV before Newcastle wasn't, you know, it wasn't knockout stuff. And that's not to um, knock the man's uh, career at all. I mean, at Bournemouth, mm. you know, he did fantastic things, but the whole club was moulded in his image. Um, it's interesting what the owners have done. They've, they've, they've let him, they've let Eddie be Eddie um yeah, yeah and and i think that's been very very important little word on the owners uh, peter what did you think of uh, there was a couple of them doing the crossbar challenge at half time during the match against Leicester.
3: yeah I would, i'd i'd like that about? them to be ejected Whenever they start that, I find their presence, even for a, a sports washing vehicle, mm. um, I find their presence um, rather destabilising and upsetting, and, and I, I hate I hate to say it. I, I really. What well, this is it? I hate the the, mm. the hero worshipping um, certain sections of the crowd have for those two. Mm. It does my it really boils my piss. It's sports washing and mm. evidence, isn't it? It's it's essentially. This is the thing with football clubs that people are emotionally attached to them. But isn't it interesting that, like the, the way that we experienced, the way that we reacted to Man City, um, absolutely putting Real Madrid to the sword, it, it wasn't really enough the way we, um, reacted to that match uh, for Man City fans. But that's the thing, isn't it? Like their well, their attempt is to buy, um, goodwill across the entire pantheon of football. But what they're actually buying is a cross section of one particular club supporter base, mm. and that. Is and so the reaction that we have naturally to Manchester City just absolutely doing everyone over is quite heartening. I think we do sort of go, mm-hmm. uh yeah, but and we remember the, who they're controlled by and and the same with Newcastle United. Like it, it's it's you're buying the 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 Geordies and nobody else. And I quite like that. Everywhere else in football um has an issue with it. I like that Newcastle are you know have been kind of um cast cast apart from everyone else because like that, that that shows that gives me a bit of heart about the soul of football a little bit and it, it is such a shame that we have all that
2: because with a club like Newcastle because of the ownership that, we've, that we go on about that, that was before the current lot and the scenes of celebration at St James mm. is, it, it's very hard to begrudge those fans yeah. that Jim because it's it is great to see that you want to see a likable club mm. like Newcastle, We've got a great fan base. You want to see them back in Europe. We remember the times many, many years ago when they were there to have such a crap time. To
4: now be enjoying it, yeah.
2: Y- you don't want this kind of caveat, this kind of ah, oh, yeah, but,
3: but. You know, well, yeah.
4: it's it's um, an inevitable consequence of it. But it's been like this for a long time, isn't it? It's, essentially, it has been like this since Abramovich took over. The idea that clubs such as Newcastle could kind of fight their way to a position where they might win the league organically um is is kind of over now and i think we will probably get to the point you know particularly if man united get taken over um where the the league will become really competitive again but it will it will just be amongst those clubs and it Mm. will be a a far more um disparate version of of what's come before but i want to go back to eddie howe slightly please um, if, if you don't mind because it's very interesting to me the parallels between himself and Graham Potter, who were the sort of really the mm-hmm. two great English hopes of managers who might go on and challenge to one day win the Premier League at a big club or manage England or et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, be the sort of big name English managers of their generation. And the difference is is astounding, really. And obviously there are very different circumstances at the two clubs. But the way that Howe has, you know, has, has <laughs> to, to put it mildly, outperformed mm-hmm. Um in that comparison is is incredible and he's sort of it's not quite been forgotten it's not quite been taken for granted but he's just so quietly going along with it that it feels um, it feels normal it doesn't feel like an achievement it feels like this is actually his level and it's, Look. it's rare that we see these managers who we have these high expectations of um kind of raise their ceilings in that way we sort of mm. hope they can and often they fall short of it and i know it's a you know perhaps harsh to judge him on this season and that, this circumstance but graham potter is possibly one of those and it's um it's interesting we still don't know how good eddie howe is i think there's every chance he's he mm. can be even better no, he,
3: I, I, I mean ball, he's, yeah. he's been aided by having um two decent um center backs i think and that that really did um help not having Jamal cells on the side and i'll, I'll go back to him <laughs> him him just being a player who um found his level in the championship and, and never really sort of kicked on because of the terrible um <laughs> management uh, team that, that he's he's had to work with but like yeah i mean he, he's 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 a he's a manager that leads by example he gets in at like Six in the morning, hits the gym, and he's in before everybody else, and he and he's, and he's there until um, uh, it gets dark. Uh, even Pep Guardiola, um, when he was told that Eddie Howe gets uh, in the gym at six o'clock, he's like, "On, what? why? What? <laughs> you need to sleep. Like, I like yeah. sleeping." Even Pep's Pep going, Bradley, that's a bit intense, isn't it? Yeah, absolute <laughs> mentality monster. But yeah, it gets it's dark really late in Newcastle <laughs> as well, <laughs> right? I do, I, do, I do think with Eddie, and I've said it before, like, I think his his methods and his kind of like um, his inspirational uh, kind of slightly um, it's it's a bit high performance podcast the way he he manages <laughs> yes. man manages. I world think world class yeah. basics, world class basics, and I do think that that has a shelf life with certain footballers, and it'll probably help that he, he'll he'll change his um, squad massively. I do think he's managed situations like Anthony Gordon who I think has the temperament possibly to um, to derail uh, I think he's um, he's managed um, Sir maximum quite nicely as well uh, he's not had many minutes and he'll probably go in the summer but he he's he's got a really really happy squad and he understands the importance of having a couple of Geordies in there for a laugh Danby mm. and uh, the long sta- uh, the long staff and that um so yeah it's 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 been a really Positive season and there's just been so many great moments and you look as a Newcastle fan, I love watching them win and I love watching them achieve and I love watching them fucking try and we've not had that for 15 fucking years and it's brilliant. Mm.
2: Yeah, I, I I can't argue with that. Yeah. I'd be foolish. I mean, to. Steve
3: Bruce was 18 months ago. You yeah. sort of forget yeah, that there wasn't a
1: stepping stone wide wide manager well. between. Yeah. He was
4: kind of local. He didn't get behind him? did he? <laughs> No, you didn't. Actually, none of you did.
3: I, I actually think he was doing an all right job. <laughs> Maybe in the queue for the kebab shop that he always gets spotted <laughs> yeah. in. Remember? She's always spotted in the show. I don't remember it. I'm happy
4: to go with it, though. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
3: This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp.
2: Run and does. Can he play a colleague through? It's Jacob Murphy released. Murphy one on one. Jacob Murphy to win it. Oh, oh no, just put it no, in the no. net. It was obviously not the reason why they were celebrating, but a nil nil at home to Leicester City. This Leicester City is quite an <laughs> underwhelming result, but <laughs> yeah. it was enough. It was enough. But let's turn our attention to um, Leicester City. Uh, and uh, I think that it's Ooh. not a bad point. For Leicester. Clip it. Clip it. I, think, well, I mean, we'll find out in a matter of days, of course. <laughs> Obviously, a win would have been a really, really handy result. Um, but, if Leicester beat West Ham on the final day, um, all they are concerned about is Everton um, not winning. Whereas, if they'd have lost the game, they would have had to have hoped that Everton would have lost and, and Leeds wouldn't have won. I think I'm right in saying that they would have had to be concerned about Leeds' results. Now, because of goal difference, they're not worried about Leeds. Mm. And now Everton can draw and they can win. They had to win. They've got they've got to beat West Ham and a West Ham side that will have their attentions elsewhere in the um, in the Europa Conference League final. You would think Everton are playing Bournemouth at home and Leeds host Spurs. So it's it's all to play for. It was an interesting way they set up in the game, Jim, because mm. I, for most of the first half in particular, I mean, it really was like watching training ground stuff, like Newcastle, <laughs> yeah. you're Poor to work Lord, on your attacking it? game, Leicester, whatever you do, don't even try to get the ball <laughs> in there, even yeah. via a long pump down five. Like, ten yeah, men,
3: isn't it? We
4: talk about, you know, we very talk very often about how teams, you know, barely get into the opposition's half. I was kind of keeping track of this and mm. unless I missed this because I was glancing elsewhere or something I don't think Nick Pope was on screen <laughs> until <laughs> half an hour in. He could have yeah. gone off somewhere couldn't he? He could have, If he'd have
2: come back if he was drinking a cup of coffee you'd have thought yeah <laughs> he he queued up for that quite a long time yeah. for all we know. It was it was it was an incredible yeah. sort of dynamic that set in. Yeah. Mm. And but as the sort of the game went on you thought actually you can see what Dean Smith is doing here because yeah. Madison was on the bench Barnes was on the bench and my giddy aunt it nearly worked uh, you know And in the last sort of what is it five minutes plus injury time Leicester suddenly thought yeah. mm. shit we might get relegated we're going to actually have to start trying
4: <laughs> now obviously they rode their luck hugely I mean Guimaraes had that funny one that hit the post that, when he so was... that, that subs, sums the game up for me yeah. So <laughs> if you didn't see the game we've forgotten this bit so Valtfires nearly scores an own goal as yeah. is his you know party trick yeah. um, <laughs> and then Bruno Guimaraes should essentially didn't have enough room to head the ball in without knocking himself out on the post. <laughs> the ball comes back into play. Yes. Two Newcastle players essentially kind of get in the way of each other, run into each other a bit, and the ball gets cleared. It's like th- it, was, it was that sort of game. It was nil-nil, but it was really fun, like yeah. really, really entertaining.
2: It was a good, it was a good because it meant so much to the both sides. Obviously, Newcastle, a point would it was enough for them to qualify. Um, but yeah, the, the way that Leicester came about, and then, um, was it Castagna who had that effort, which I, I think mm. he did all he could personally, he was sort of falling back. And I, I wouldn't say that you know he should have scored or anything, but then Pope was, was you know called upon and made a great save. If Leicester had nicked that, my goodness, <laughs> my goodness, but it, it did end nil nil. So, I mean, looking at the sides who were there, um. You know Southampton have gone, of course. Leeds, it was a damning defeat against um, West Ham United. Would you reckon, Peter? You've got, as I said, look, just to remind you, Everton playing Bournemouth at home. A win mm. would do it for, for for Everton. To be honest, you know they they might not have to win. It depends on what the other sides are doing. Um, Leeds host
3: Spurs, and uh, and, and Leicester uh, play West Ham. What, what, what do you think? I don't know. I'm kind of on after watching that performance and mm. watching that five minute spell where they had 80% um, uh, possession, Leicester for yeah. some fucking reason. I think Leicester might climb out. You know, I think, I think Leicester might, might climb, climb out. out. Yeah. I, I think the, the reason
2: why I think it's it's a, it's a handy point is it, it, it's because it requires Everton to beat Bournemouth. Yeah. In mm. in that in that Leicester knew they would really realistically would have to beat West Ham. So. If Leicester, so that's the the sole focus. If, if Leicester mm. can beat West Ham, which is a big assumption because Leicester are down there for a reason, but if they can do it, as I say, it, that now requires only um, it, it, for for Everton. That they would need to win, and Everton are not that good at winning games. They're not, They're not. that good <laughs> with Calvert Lewin missing as well. Uh, it, you know, it, it basically needs a Dwight McNeil screamer. Uh, to to sort them yeah. out, and has he used them all up uh, this season? Like, I don't done. know.
3: So I, I think yeah, Leicester. Uh, to me, suddenly there's a bit of hope there. I'm sort of flipping, up, flipping, flip flopping all over the place. To be honest, because I look at Leicester there, and they have got better defensively in in the recent mm. history. But you, d- I mean, you know, obviously they got pumped by Man City and uh, and also well. your, your your beloved Fulham, obviously. But like, they have looked better oh, defensively, but it's too. Yeah, but it's too late to. It's too late to well, be good defensively. You've got to win games at this point. In the yeah, season, well, this really, is it, isn't it? Isn't it? The, the situation
4: here is that that's been a really good performance against Newcastle, but they'd be absolutely mad to play like that against West Ham <laughs> because they, they they need they, they yeah. just need to take advantage of of, yeah. of every single one of those ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. I think it's very interesting that all three of these teams are at home. Um, uh-huh. And I think that potentially sets up a situation where all three of them win and Everton mm. stay up. Because I think with Everton, you're right, they, they're they not particularly good at winning games. And I think we all thought Sean Dyche would have them a lot further away from this situation that they'd probably be safe by now under his uh, under his leadership. But mm. he might... I'm sure he can get them to throw absolutely everything at a Bournemouth team who don't really need it, don't yeah. really need anything at home. i, I
2: I, but West I, Ham
3: are distracted as well, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean you, you, think you,
2: about. you could argue that that definitely. But I just, for, for, you mentioned the Fulham game when Leicester were, were beaten 5 3, and 5 3 really flattered Leicester. Leicester was so crap. Mm. That day. Like, it was really, it looked like a side that, that, that it were just totally resigned to the fact that they were going to be relegated. After that game today, I think, well, hang on, there's, there's a little bit of something there. Could Jamie Vardy be having a relegation survival party because <laughs> it would be sad if because that's you know Vardy's we didn't think it would happen we just thought he would go on and on and on and on and you know he may well he'll he will always be playing football he will always be shit shithousing somewhere on a football pitch in England but it would be great shame that if the kind of Vardy and Leicester
4: City story was to finish with him being relegated. Him helping them stay up on the last day would be a really perfect mm. kind of end note for that story. I, I think it would be really sad if Leicester go down. Mm. Um, it's, you know, it's taken a while for this this relegation battle to take shape. There was a point where, you know, we were all convinced about 10 teams were going to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of them let us down by pulling away. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it would be a really, really sad thing to lose them, I think, because they're a lot of fun. Um but we we're gonna lose massive teams whatever happens on yeah. Sunday, well, it, which is a man thing. All three promoted yeah. teams have stayed up. Mm-hmm. So you you're gonna lose lose a lot of you know essentially
3: furniture. Mm-hmm. What's what's the funniest one? <laughs> 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 well, is it Everton with their new stadium? Gotta oh, be, on it. It's gotta be up there, hasn't it? That's gotta be the funniest one. But yeah, Leeds, but, then... but not because of Leeds. Because right. of Sam. Yeah. I'd say what if
2: they stay up, it will be <laughs> well, that's it. He'd be a very, he'd be an even wealthier man.
3: Yeah, St. James as will Pale in what he could build with that amount of scratch.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, by the way, chaps, um, I would imagine this is probably um, conditional if they they stay up. But obviously, you remember when Leicester turned to Graham Potter, who had been sacked by Chelsea, and Potter
4: immediately turned them down. Apparently, they're going to have another approach. Oh,
2: don't uh, have another go. for all. Yep. for, for, for all you um,
3: like me now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: I I I'd, I'd wait until Monday, Graham, if you're listening, wait till Monday.
3: What what I like about um Leicester City's um fixtures uh, yeah. on the BBC website because they're playing friendlies against Spurs and Liverpool in July. That's kind of concatenated on the end of their Premier League fixtures, mm. so it looks like they've got more <laughs> matches to turn it around. Yeah. Admittedly against Liverpool and Spurs, but still yeah. Yeah, does that still count? I don't does know. that count? Yeah, um, I like
2: to. I like to finish the show though, Peter. Going back to Newcastle United and their and their European jaunt next season. Mm. Which European city do you want to have a scrap in the most next season? <laughs> I've said Newcastle. it. I've said it. I've said it
3: before. <laughs> I've said. Se- said it this morning. London. <laughs> yeah. I want to. Be- <laughs> yeah. You want to get down to that London. <laughs> I want to be in Astana. I want to go Astana. Yeah, I know you like the weird ones, don't I you? I like the, I like I like a Where lovely you... long easy jet to Kazakhstan. Well, you went to uh <laughs> Which
2: which Romanian city did you Cluj. go to? Cluj. It was Cluj. Cluj. Maybe they'll the... be back in it.
3: On the twenty fifth, not twenty fifth, Jesus Christ, hundredth uh, anniversary of the creation of of, of that country. Incredible! Quite, quite oh, you've got a very exciting. keen sense of history, Peter. I know. Yeah, I turned that. up and I was like, "Why is everyone? was <laughs> everyone as drunk as I am?" <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: not normally the case. Yeah. Um. And also, we were in Berlin once when it was the twenty fifth anniversary of the wall coming yeah. down. That's Following true. it around. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Where there's a wall, there's a way. There's a
3: way. There's a ramble. Well, there's. There's not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that was for a bit, Jim.
2: Yeah, that's what the wall was for. So they yeah. wasn't aware. No thank you. History, this. there's, there's yeah. two parts to every historical story, <laughs> um, according to some. Uh, so there we are. Well, well done, um, Newcastle United. Right, join us tomorrow for one of my favourite uh, ramble guides of the season. It's the Football Rambles Guide to Lasagna Gate. Yes, Tottenham Hotspur fans, we're looking at you. Uh, Myself, Pete and Jim and Vish uh, re-investigated one of the most dramatic plot twists to any Premier League season ever. And you can hear our findings first thing tomorrow. Uh, In the meantime, find us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram and YouTube at Football Ramble. And remember to subscribe on your podcast app. Have a good one, Petey. See you later. Have a good one, Jimmy. You too, mate. See you soon.